Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to be coming back to our roots, so to speak. Many of you over the years have known that at Lord & Richards, we have key biblical priorities that underpin our financial planning. Uh, That's unusual in today's world, where most people are operating primarily from their own views or opinions about money and not about eternal and timeless truths, such as the Word of God. And so it's very exciting to be able to offer a distinctive and a really biblically based experience for those who come and work with us at Lord & Richards. And so today, I'm going to get back to the roots, and we're going to be talking about those five biblical priorities, uh, where they come from in Scripture, how we extrapolate out into financial planning from those priorities, and what difference does that make really to you if you meet with someone like us who is operating from that position. And so today we're going to be beginning with the very first priority. I think it's foundational for those of you who walk with the Lord, Proverbs ten twenty two, Fear the Lord. Here's what the scripture says. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So our biblical priority at Lord & Richards is, number one, to fear the Lord. That, of course, means that we as a firm, as some people like to say, answer to a higher power. Uh, Some of you remember the old um, Hebrew National commercials, and that is true. You know, it's good to work with folks at a firm who acknowledge uh, their creator and their Lord, whose lives are lived not just for themselves, but for the glory of God and for the good of others. And fearing the Lord, the Bible, when it uses that term, generally is talking about that reverential awe that we have of him as God. The same kind of awe that maybe some of you enjoyed growing up in a family where you had a a godly father, a father who was one to be respected. It wasn't all just buddy-buddy. And so there was that reverence that we paid our parents and that fear, we might call it. Now, fear nowadays, pretty much negative connotation. But when the scripture uses the term the fear of the Lord, 
talking about acknowledging him and giving him the deference that he deserves. This means for us in our financial planning that we really want to, first of all, regard God as the final authority, and then secondly, we want to base everything we do on what we know and have learned from the Word and from our experience that has been derived from that Word. And so we'll have four additional biblical priorities that will sit on top of this foundation. But this is the foundation. It means as a firm that the people that you're talking to are people who are God-fearers, people who in all their ways acknowledge Him to the best of their ability so that He directs our path. And then, of course, for those of you who come to us and seek our counsel, it is tremendous when we sort of have that sympathetic, harmonized view around goals and planning, which says, look, ultimately, we want our lives to be for the glory of God and for the pursuit of his kingdom. And that makes a real difference. And it can make a great difference in the type of conversation we have. It'll make a great difference in the quality of the experience that you have if you're a God-fearer. And so for those of you who, um, who have those same values, that's resonant to you. Now, of course, we meet with people all the time, and it might be some of you that are listening that maybe don't share that value. But here's why it's a strength for you as well, because firms that base their advice on timeless principles and not just the whim or the thought of the day, as well as firms that value integrity, honesty, trustworthiness for a cause more than for their own reputation or personal gain. In our case, it's our testimony, how we reflect upon the God we serve. So firms like that, I believe, can bring a real value whether or not people share our view of the Bible or whether or not they share our view of these five foundational principles. Now, the second principle that we build upon it, it's timeless, and you're really going to find that whether you're a Christian or whether you're from another faith, all of these principles are timeless and they are global in nature. They don't just apply to one group of people. So listen to this one from Proverbs 22.7. The Bible says, the borrower is the slave to the lender. That's a strong word. It says servant in some translations, but the strong word there is the correct translation. It's the slavery. And so many of you have followed that counsel and you've gotten yourself removed, extracted from debt. And we want to continue that thought. Now, we do this in a thoughtful way. I have seen people follow this principle but do it in such a way that really can be damaging to their financial situation. Uh, Maybe uprooting their family, moving, changing jobs, moving out to the country in order to eliminate the debt of, say, a home. Our view is that a home, a fixed asset like that, is an investment that you get to live in. Because otherwise, you'd be renting somewhere. And the folks who take this maybe a little farther than we do are going to suggest, well, you should just rent and save cash until you can pay cash for your home and then upgrade from there if you choose to do that. Well, what I found is that in markets like we live here in Denver, it may be a little different in other markets, maybe some markets in the deep south or in highly rural areas, but where the jobs are, very often the pursuit of property 
is a challenge because property values accelerate faster than income. That's a problem right here in America. And I don't propose to have a solution to that, but what I can say is this, is that if you can lock in your cost now and not have this continually increasing price that you pay to put a roof over your head, we call that a rent that has a, an increase added to it each and every year or every so often, if you can avoid that and lock in your costs, you're going to be a, a lot better off. You're, you're going to eventually get that thing paid for, and you're very likely going to have an investment at that point that's worth a lot more than what you paid even with interest if you've chosen your home wisely. So two principles so far, two foundational principles of Lord and Richards in this Back to Our Roots episode. The first biblical priority, fear the Lord from Proverbs 10.22. The second, to eliminate debt. And why are these important? Well, it seems like every single day, whether folks are calling in who've heard our show or heard our advertisements or have been to one of our educational events or just found us on the web or heard us through word of mouth, all these folks are coming with some pretty similar concerns. You see, most people we meet like you are worried that events out of your control are going to mess up your retirement harm it or damage it in some way. It could be a health crisis. It could be a market drop. It could be taxes, whatever it is. And we've been talking a lot about taxes. So what we do is we just build a plan for you to achieve financial independence. That means the freedom to do what you love with the people that you love for the glory of God and to enjoy retirement without worry. That's what we do at Lord & Richards. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So if you're just joining us, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards. And today we're talking about our five key biblical priorities that were part of the founding of our firm. The first two, fear the Lord and eliminate debt. And we were talking about how eliminating debt is an excellent thing, but we have to do it thoughtfully and intelligently. And when it comes to home ownership, what we find is that capitalistic principles do not really, in our mind, contradict the scripture. Because in this case, you're not a slave to the lender because you have a hard asset. You're not borrowing just against your good faith and your credit you are borrowing against a property that you now can occupy as it grows in value. If a home didn't grow in value, it wouldn't be much of an investment. But if you can purchase a home, get an interest rate that does not interfere with the capital growth and appreciation in that home, you've got a win-win. In addition, we have a number of wonderful tax benefits that come with home ownership as well as having interest on that loan. The principle we follow there from a... um, a biblical standpoint is to eliminate debt, but to do it thoughtfully. And so we believe, yes, you need to pay that down, but do it in a way that doesn't bankrupt you, throw you out of your, out of your home. Many of my clients set retirement as a goal. Others are able to achieve this earlier to get their home paid off. But whatever it is, we do want to get that debt paid off and eliminated, but we want to do it in a thoughtful way. Other types of debt, of course, are going to be damaging to your overall financial health. They could result in um, ruining your credit score, your rating, that is your testimony when it comes to borrowing. 
And so we want to be very careful about things like credit card debt. That needs to be eliminated. We want to be careful if we borrow against a depreciating asset, such as a car. Uh, there may be times when the rates are just unbelievably low, you know, 1% or 2%. And so the cost of doing that is very, very low and allows you to uh, purchase a, cost, uh, a vehicle and then use your own money to potentially grow it greater. Okay, business owners understand this. If you own a business, uh, taking your money and using it to buy a car may not make sense if you can lease it or if you can uh, buy it at a low interest rate and use your money to build the business and to increase the size of your uh, business revenues through investment back into your business. So it's a complex topic, but the principle stands true that we want to eliminate that debt, we want to get rid of it thoughtfully and intelligently over time. The third principle comes from Proverbs 13:11. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Here's the biblical principle on a bumper sticker. Manage risk as a steward. Manage risk as a steward. We know that particularly in the New Testament, we have learned that we are stewards of God's inheritance. We're stewards of what God has entrusted to us. We're not just owners. We are literally taking what God has put into our hands and expected to use that for his kingdom and his glory, whether it's meeting our own personal needs so that we can be effective in our service, like food, shelter, clothing, or whether it means through giving, one of the great things that I love to see is people taking what God has entrusted to them and using it for the benefit of others. But the principle we want to really dig in on here is, as a steward, what should be your view of risk? In the proverb here, it says, wealth gained hastily will dwindle. The idea being, get-rich-quick schemes usually fail. And we've perhaps all known someone, or maybe you've gone through a period in your life where you bit into something and it turned out to be a pretty sour taste, right? You were pitched something, an investment, an opportunity, and it was just going to be awesome. And of course, then the reality turned out to be less than awesome. Maybe you lost money. One of the ways that this can be done in a more subtle form is in traditional market investing. Many people come to the market with almost a, a Vegas or gambling mentality. They don't know anything about the companies they invest in. There's no real strategy to mitigate risk. You see, when you buy stock, for example, you take ownership in that company. You may not be able to vote, but you have an ownership share. You share in the fortunes, good or bad, of that company. And so you really need to understand what you're investing in and why and what the risks are. And if you're not going to delve in and get the, the homework done on your own, this is where we really need to bring trusted professionals alongside of us, people that will counsel us and guide us, preferably from a biblical point of view so that we don't do things that violate our conscience or God's word. And so what we're really talking about is managing the risk in your portfolio with the eye of a steward, not subjecting God's money to unnecessary risk. 
And we've got some wonderful ways that we can help you discern this. One of the things that we do as far as part of our financial planning process is to sit down with you and discuss your goals and your values, what's really important to you. And we also have a very important conversation about risk that we need to have where we understand your emotion about risk and your feeling about risk and also the perspective of risk as a steward. How much should a steward take? And we'll literally dial in a downside bottom limit for you and then help build the portfolio so that it could withstand a downward market and not breach that limit. That's the goal. And so it starts with a conversation. It really starts with having a a, um, candid, frank, open discussion about what risk looked like, what it could mean to you emotionally, what it could mean to you as a steward, and then managing that risk. Again, learning from a business world, you take calculated risks, not necessarily just bet the farm, okay? And unfortunately, I see a lot of people betting the farm of their retirement. And here's what happens when we run the stress test on your portfolio, you're gonna find out, is my actual portfolio risk level in alignment with where I would like it to be, or am I taking too much? Sometimes we, pe- we, we have people who express a pretty conservative view on risk only to discover that when we stress test it and we show what it would be like to repeat history, they could lose half or more of their money. Oh, most people cannot afford to do that. You had that happen if you were invested in 2008. You had that happen in 2000 if you were invested back then. And in both cases, a 50% decline means you've got to get a 100% gain. And that, that tends to push you to either take even more risk or to um, bail out in despair. And we don't want that. So we've been through three key biblical priorities. And if you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's biblical investment advisor, and I'm proud to lead a team of investment advisors who base their counsel on the timeless principles we find in God's word. Fear the Lord. Eliminate debt. Manage risk as a steward. I'd love to talk to you about how you can take control of your financial future. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So in this final segment of our show, we're talking again about five biblical priorities that underpin the advice here at Lord & Richards that we give. We're really trying to address the concerns of people we meet with like you every single day, people who are worried that events out of your control are going to do something to damage your, your retirement. It could be the government and taxes. It could be health care. It could be long-term care, chronic illness. It could be market downside risk. All of these forces that can move apart from your control, even with a plan. And then what we do is we construct a plan together with you so that you can be truly financially independent. That means not subject to the damaging outside influences that you can't control. Putting a plan in place to deal with risk. We call it a financial independence review. And it's one of the best things you can do to know and to go go to bed at night that you are financially independent. That's the way to be. So fourth principle today Provide for one another in old age. Psalm 71, 9, do not cast me off in time of old age. Forsake me not, 
when my strength is spent. This is a prayer to the Lord, but it's also, I think, a plea that any loved one would give to their, their, their family. You know, I believe that it's our responsibility as family members to care for the elderly, whether we're talking parents or whether we're talking our own spouse. And here's what so often happens, is this is such an uncomfortable thought. Who wants to think about being laid up in a skilled nursing facility or nursing home or or being at home and having to have care come in several times a week? Those are challenging, challenging circumstances. And I've walked that through in my family personally with both my mom and my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law, just what a testimony, a missionary to South Africa, young, suffered a series of strokes. And it's, it's hard to imagine in your 40s having to deal with that, but even more so the respect and love we have for my parents-in-law who cared for my brother for many years while he was unable to care for himself. And here they are in retirement age. And then my mom and, and the example of my dad who just stood up and he absolutely committed to being with her constantly round the clock. Can you imagine going through that? And in addition to the weight and the burden that that means as a caregiver to also add a financial burden. So one of the worst things you can do is fail to plan, fail to put a plan in place to take care of one another in old age. And often it's just a matter of looking through the dollars and figuring out how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And here's the good news. At Lord & Richards, we work with people every single day who are wanting to get prepared just like you. So this isn't a surprise to us. We're not scratching our heads saying, what do we do? We have tools in our toolbox. We have strategies that will allow you, even without traditional long-term care insurance, to put a plan in place to avoid bankruptcy for the well spouse due to someone's chronic illness. You see, that's the financial issue, right? Because in our country, with Medicaid, folks are going to get care. Folks are going to be able to get the care that they need. I've, I've walked a number of people through this. But what's going to happen is you don't get government assistance until all of your assets are gone. And what we don't want to do is bankrupt the household, leaving behind your well spouse to fend for themselves financially. What we want is a plan in place. How are we going to make sure not only are you going to get the care that you need, but your well spouse is going to be able to move on, right, and live their life for the glory of God and the kingdom of God. And so that's principle number four, provide for one another in old age. Principle number one, fear the Lord. Base your decision-making on God and his word. Principle number two, eliminate debt. Have a thoughtful, careful strategy, if you have debt, to gradually reduce it to zero. Principle number three, manage risk as a steward. Don't think of this money as yours. Think of it as God entrusting money to you. Managing risk as a steward. Don't take excess risk on money that's not yours. That's the idea. And then principle number four, provide for one another in old age. What's the final principle? Well, we find it in Proverbs 13, 22. A good man, or a good woman, I might add, leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So here's the thought. It's not so much about piling money on your children or your grandchildren that they can't handle or that would spoil them. It's about a thoughtful legacy. And you'll see I use that word thoughtful. You know, for my family, we view part of our legacy as giving now and then. Now while I'm alive, and then when I've passed on. 
What's your giving plan? Have you put in place tax strategies that allow you to maximize the tax benefit from your giving? That's just good stewardship. That's not taking money that you should pay to the government. That's using the principles of the Word of God. That's using the tax code to maximize what you do for God's kingdom and glory as opposed to leaving your wealth behind to the nursing home and to hospitals and to the government. That's poor stewardship. And it generally means that there hasn't been a plan in place. So whether it is an estate plan for giving or whether it's a giving plan while you're living, it's critical that you map out a legacy. What do you want to have happen to your money and the things that you leave behind when you die? For us, it, it, as a family, it has meant you know, teaching our children about giving, teaching our children about the needs of the world. Most of you know that are my clients that we developed a foundation called the Foundation for Global Education. And right now, that foundation receives the profits of Lord and Richards, and it, that money is extended out for the kingdom of God into places like Myanmar, where we have 13 mission stations, 22 supported missionaries, and into India, where we have a school built by our foundation, training the next generation for Christ. And by the way, during COVID, reaching out to every member of that village with the gospel and the good news. These are the kinds of things that maybe start small and grow over time. It might might be you teaching your children some, some, some things that they can pick up the ball and carry forward from generation to generation. And of course, I do love to point out that that verse says it it's an inheritance to your children's children. <laughs> so you can skip your kids and go right to the grandkids, right? No. <laughs> but the idea being here, it's a multi-generational legacy. Well, I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. We're having conversations like this every single day. And all it requires is just a few minutes to sit down and learn more about your goals and values. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.